What are you doing dressing like a boy? Elliot asked. He never would have socked a darn girl, even on a dare. It wasn't sportsmanlike. None of your business. The girl shoved him away and looked around, clearly nervous. I need to keep moving. It almost sounded like an invitation to join her. Even if it wasn't, Elliot kept pace. What's it mean? The pounding coming from all around. Mindbreakers. Look, I don't need a scrap of nothing like you hanging off me just now. Just tell me the way to Wingate Coal Mine. The girl whipped around to face him, nose to nose. What do you want to know that for? My father's disappeared there. Even in the dim light, the whites of her eyes shone. She pulled him by his collar under the eaves of a storefront, its windows empty of glazing. Is your father that newspaper man? Yes, he was looking for some missing... She gave a sharp intake of breath. I know, I know. Follow me. She stepped into an alley that smelled of rot and worse. Yellow light came from a streetlight at the other end of the alley. A line of moisture glimmered down the center. Empty crates piled high, provided a tent of shadow. The girl scooted in. Elliot's foot slid in the muck. A bottle fell with a clink and rolled. Elliot tensed when a long shadow crept toward him. A man stepped into the streetlight. The way the light fell, his face was hidden. Elliot stared. Why was the man standing so still? A rat scurried across the swath of light. Elliot ducked into the shadows with the girl. What are you afraid of? he asked her. They'll try to stop me. Who? Who will try to stop you? The mine people. I saw one of them at the train depot. My little brother is working at Wingate Mine. I came here to get him back. They'll try to stop me. So that's why you ran? My name's Elliot, by the way. Lefty. He rubbed his chin, remembering how she'd nearly laid him out. Yeah. She gave him a one-armed shove. So, okay, I'll take you to the mine. You're scrawny, but hard to get loose of. Now? The smell of rotten cabbage and boiled kidney was strong enough to taste. You want to stew in this muck all night? She glanced around before stepping out of the alley. It looks safe enough. Let's go. They continued down the street. Unlike the alley, the pavement was dust dry. Lefty was talking now, almost friendly. The mine doesn't shut down. The pounding is the breakers smashing the coal to bits. That's what that thunder noise is that you hear. Never stops. My brother's probably sleeping now. There'll be a patch town near the mine, or maybe a tent camp for the workers. I want to find little Abe and get out of here. Just as they came to the next corner, a man stepped into their path. It was the man Elliot had seen at the other end of the alley. Lefty pulled up short. She gasped. Mr. Nogard. Hello, dearie. Happy to see us, the man said, his voice creepy soft. A grin played across his jutting lower jaw. His teeth looked too big for his face, his eyes too small. The hair stood out all over his head 
but it didn't hide his ears. Elliot could swear he looked like a giant rat dressed as a man. You selling this one too? Nogard stared at Elliot with blood-red eyes. Elliot leaned away. Lefty planted her feet wide. I've changed my mind. I've come to get Lil Abe, Nogard. I've got your stinking money. No returns or refunds, my dear. The street's light glinted from the rat man's disgusting oversized teeth. He reached for Elliot. But for your trouble, we'll add this new boy to the present inventory. Elliot jerked away. Nogard reached for him again. We like the feisty ones. Lefty yelled, Run!